everything about my body and I think more so my legs. Right now, even just looking in the mirror, this is very wide. It's wide, but you know, it's okay. I have to think it's fine. Like everyone's got, everyone's legs are wider when they sit down and big and whatnot. But yeah, it's, I focus on that. On a bad day, it's, you know, or a bad week. It'll be every day I just like, oh, oh God, wow, I look awful. I sort of try and keep it to myself. I never really show anyone it because I'm so ashamed of feeling this way. It's really hard. Like even just sitting next to you now, it's like, you're beautiful and tiny and, and then I feel like a little elephant next to you. That's how it sort of makes me feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um, I mean, what's, like, what is the impact of all of that on you? Time. Welcome to Zob Podcast, and my name is Sharon Darko. I am your host. Um, if this is your first time, hello, hello, welcome. Um, if you're coming back to listen to me after I've disappeared for a long time, hello, hello too, welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so today I would like for us to talk about black women, African women, African girls, black girls, and body dysmorphia. I really think body dysmorphia is something that um, it's not really spoken about amongst black girls because we always feel like we have other things to worry about. So, yeah, it's not something discussed at all. And a lot of people don't even realize they have it, you know, until someone says it or they read about it somewhere and they go like oh okay um this hits home quite hard but yeah um i would like to just give you a brief explanation or meaning to body the actual name is body dysmorphic disorder and i'm reading from wikipedia so you can do your own googles and search about and read about it but it says here, body dysmorphic disorder, occasionally still called dysmorphobia, is a mental disorder categorized by the obsessive idea that some aspect of one's own body parts or appearance is severely flawed and therefore warrants exceptional measures to hide it or fix it. In BDD's delusional variance, the flaw is imagined. If the flaw is actual, it is import- its importance is severely exaggerated. Um, yeah, so that's in its simplest words, and um, I, as a former nursing student, I would like to be very careful in self-diagnosing myself with anything at all until I have been professionally diagnosed by um, a health professional, but um, you know. It was just, uh, I think it was a few months back when I was just talking about my body in a very negative way. And then my friend, um, she said, oh, you've got body dysmorphia. But she said it in passing. It wasn't like a purpose conversation that we were having about it. 
And I was like, oh, no, I don't. And then, yeah, everyone just went by the day. I didn't really um, think about it. But just recently, I have been um, researching on how to, you know, um, mm, uh, what's the word? To mold my body in the best way that I want. And, um, yeah, I just came across this. Because if you want to lose weight or gain weight muscle whatever fitness journey you want to embark on you need to be in the right state of mind so i was just reading about it and this came into mind because obviously it has been mentioned to me before and um i've watched a couple of videos read about it read a few articles that i could link on my social media pages for you for you to go and do further reading and um I would like to like give a timeline of um of my personal experience when it comes to my body image, my relationship with my body since childhood, as far as I can remember. But um yeah, I would just like to go through like a few pumps and <sighs> it's going to be quite sensitive. I don't know. So for me at least, I don't know if any of you have um, experienced this, but um, yeah, so here we go. So um, as far as I can remember, as young as, let's say, seven, eight, I had a parent, well, I still have that parent, it's still alive, but yeah, I had a parent, like, make a mocking song of my body and obviously it wasn't in my local language but it, the words specifically were oh you're beautiful but it's just left for your belly and it was a joke that you was usually you know told in front of other people so let's say the public and i used to be, me personally as a child i was very very quiet i was literally mute until my later teenage years but yeah i was always reminded that i was the bigger child almost as if there was something wrong with me but i yeah i knew i was big i knew i was fat i knew i wasn't you know the ideal looking person um i was always being told by strangers that oh me and my mom we look like sisters and this was only because i looked so grown because i was fat because right now, at my sister's age at 13, no one's ever told her that she and my mom look like sisters. Because my, my sister is very slim in frame. So no one's telling her that. My mom still looks the same. So I don't know where, where people can get that from. But um, yeah. Also, obviously, at a young age, I was quite big. I was able to fit into my mom's hand-me-downs. And they got so tiring because most times my mom is giving me all these like older women dresses and shirts and it's just like i just want to wear kid stuff i don't want to be wearing you know a button-up shirt i just didn't want it but then if i say no it's like i'm ungrateful you know and if you're a Ghanaian, you know or if you're african you know that african people the elderly they don't know how to say hi hello how are you doing it's always like oh you've grown big 
oh you've you've lost weight oh it's just you know like ask me how i'm doing first it's every day oh i can see you like it's tiring but yeah and also I, i was also being told by several people though i could never lose weight because like i got it from you know a certain parent side of the family and yeah i would never be able to lose weight because that's just naturally me um and also i had a parent also always joking about how um i could always you know get surgery it's always an option and i'm thinking you telling a child who is not even into like her teenage years telling her that or oh, you could always go get surgery is fundamentally telling her that something is deeply wrong with her and how she looks but you know i i could never stand up for myself because i was very quiet there was a lot going on in my childhood so yeah um now when you you know go further into my teenagers i i really really made it a thing to avoid public situations because i was fat let's say in classroom if we were supposed to like do a presentation in front of the classroom i would really really not go for it if i had the choice to avoid it um i remember back in school like, the first school i went to in ghana um our uniform was um was sewn and it was a top and a skirt ugly uniform by the way and uh, the seamstress she made it a mission to make my skirts bigger and whenever my um my mom's cousin was like oh can you like adjust it for her like make it smaller you know to fit me well the comments that the seamstress made was oh you're going to you know you're big and you're going to gain weight and fill it anyway so just leave it like this and put put a safety pin through it and you'll be fine and it's just like what the fuck does that even mean like i'm telling you to do something someone is telling you to do something and you think you know better so you just decide to ignore but yeah so throughout the time that i went to that first school before i went to alphabeta um yeah my um uniform was very ill fitted it was very big of me because you know i was told i'm going to grow bigger anyway so what's the point of making it smaller if i'm going to fill it up um also i do think i did have an issue with food i would try to eat so little and then i get really really hungry and then i eat too much and my belly hurts and so that's like binging and then starving and it's just like oh for fuck's sake for fuck's sake like i look back and i'm thinking i was just a young girl and i could not even enjoy something as small as food um but yeah i also remember when i went to my other school where there was a day where um everyone was told to wear house clothes instead of the uniform for that day and one guy called me um i'm not gonna out him because i don't know i'm just starting the energy for that he called me out of all my friends bear man i was just wearing a t-shirt and short jeans jeans shorts waving shorts were like past my knees and he was like oh like do you drink beer like why is your stomach so big and 
I literally froze now. I was like, oh, I just smiled it off. And it's like, oh, no. And then I just walked away. But I was so embarrassed. And I, I feel, I feel actually sad saying this. Like, I was so embarrassed. And I hated myself so much. Like, I feel like it was my fault that I looked that way. And I deserved such questions. You know, and... I remember another situation where I travelled with my mum to go see my auntie in in Europe and obviously I grew up there and um, this family friend I hadn't seen me in years because obviously I moved to Ghana. Um, Yeah, it was me, my mum, my auntie and my half of his mum as well. We all stood there talking and this family friend came over and then he was like, he asked me if I was pregnant and <sighs> pregnant by mind I was 14 pregnant I I don't know I just became really I didn't even say anything I just you know furrowed my eyebrows I was just really really upset and I just didn't say anything and you know all these you know um all these comments that i took in and soaked in as a sponge i oh i just i remember them vividly because they they still ring in my head every single day i look into the mirror and i just wish i could you know find something that could just suck the words out of my head and they just won't exist anymore but that's not humanly possible is it um yeah so throughout my life even now my weight has always been a topic for the elders around me and um yeah so after that trip i can i went back to ghana and then in my house there was a treadmill i was literally on that treadmill all the time literally all the time i go to a part my, and the treadmill was powered by this um um what was it a magnet thing my mom took the magnet thing and then she hid away because she felt like i was just doing too much with the treadmill and um i just feel like i just feel like she didn't know what i was going through because she has never been on the bigger side like you know she's a very smallish woman and um she's not big at all she was very slim in her younger days so she's never experienced something like i was experiencing so that's why she would never understand like i remember when i had lost i'd lost about six kilos within three weeks because I was literally on the treadmill every single night after school before bed and I told her that I was so excited like oh I've lost 6kg and then she was, she just said something so negative that just made me so sad and yeah I just feel like because she had never been through a stage where she was you know bigger than usual and obviously on the slim attractive side she would have never been able to relate to what I was going through. Um, also, um, 
the last few years that I spent in Ghana as well, I liked, you know, this boy, as you would do. Um, I was never in a relationship with him because he always felt like I was too fat. Um, and, yeah, like, he would... Um, There was one time I was like, oh, like, um, so, like, joking, like, so, um, when are we getting together? Like, when are you going to ask me out? When, when are you going to tell your friends about me? And he was like, yeah, he would never, like, not that he would never, but he said, in his words, um, he would only show me to his friends if I lose weight. And, you know, I thought such a comment was okay because I do... Like, I know I have to lose weight, you know. I know that I was bigger. I mean, for Christ's sakes, everyone made it known to me that there was something wrong with my body. Anyway, um, yeah. And then what's even more disgusting about this whole situation was that when I went to England my first year, I made it a point to lose so much weight. So I I was doing Julian Michaels 30 Day Shred back to back to back with drinking green tea every day barely eating any proper carbs just vegetables and then yeah so i'd lost a significant amount of weight and then when i went back to ghana for that summer i met the boy again because obviously we had become friends now and i'm friends with his family and then he was so surprised and it wasn't a good one like it was as if he was disgusted that um he had ever dealt with me when i was a bigger size he was so surprised and disgusted at the same time and he kept asking me were you that big were you that big and it's just like at that moment i was you know i didn't know what to say because I'm still the same person if even if I've lost a few pounds off my body you know I'm still the same person so for you to say these things obviously I'm going to be hurt and you're saying them in my face but once again I just soaked the words in and just didn't say anything smiled and nodded like as you do um yeah so that was like my teenagers and now as an adult I get into university (sighs) I really dreaded university because during college times I did I never went anywhere because I just felt like I just didn't look like every other teenager. So college I yeah I'm I was just at home all the time so I didn't really go through as much scrutiny from other people as usual, you know, as I was younger. Um at university was the worst time ever for my self-confidence and my physical image or what would you call it um so starting from freshers i avoided freshers week freshers week if you're in the uk you know it's that week where no one knows anybody everyone goes out and makes friends and that was a great opportunity to for me to make friends and i just didn't go out because I didn't look like the other girls you know I didn't have that nice body um at all I was you know skinny fat I have 
very small limbs i'm a very small person five foot three by height i weigh about 125 pounds but i have a stomach that looks like i'm six months pregnant so yeah at the time i never went out because even if i would want to go out what am i going to wear all the clothes that's when um you know plt and asos and boohoo was popping popping um yeah all the clothes on the website i never saw myself in them because none of the models looked like me and why would i waste my money by buying these things and you know look trash in them anyway and obviously since i don't like the way i look i've never really um had the chance to uh, really develop my sense of style when it comes to clothes because I just feel like nothing is for me even if something covers up and it would be nicely I just don't feel attractive in it so I'd rather not even make an effort to my physical appearance regarding clothes um but yeah um I've ordered many social events because of my physical image um at uni obviously I was in my own room I didn't stay with you know first years so I was you know going through different bouts regarding my diet and I would starve myself for days on end because I felt so guilty for eating can you imagine as a human being feeling guilty because you ate um I tried many many diets and trust me um yeah there's no diet i've not tried before there's literally no diet the military diet is when i was about to try and i was just like yeah it's a bit stupid because how am i eating two eggs and a tomato and, and, and crackers i'm not doing that so yeah um i used to drink so many diuretics and yeah i would have the runs like it's normal you know and as a nursing student um, I barely got any proper time to eat any proper food. And then one time, I, it was as if the universe just told me, like, we are going to send you a sign, and if you don't take the sign, this is how you're going to end up. So there was one time I was on clinic duty, and this woman was brought into my um, assigned bay, so workstation and um she was very slim she you know um didn't look like she was ill um so i went to the nurse that um, i was working with and went to take notes on the patient and to my knowledge um i was told that this patient was here because they you know take too many diuretics and it has ruined um, their digestive, you know, area, gastrointestinal area in their stomach. So yeah, um, they're really harming themselves and that's why they've been hospitalized. So they can be fed and watched carefully regarding diets and they can be, you know, um, taken away from diuretics. And diuretics are these like slimming teas and yeah she and bear in mind this woman was so slim so i got to know from her file 
that she took about four cups of slimming tea every single day. Yeah, every single day. And um, after taking her information down, you know, her vitals, I went to sit down and I really, um, I really thought about myself and I, um, I really pictured myself in the hospital, on the hospital bed, me being in that person's shoes because I was not far off. I was taking diuretics every weekend because obviously that's the only time I can be at home and close to a freaking toilet. Yeah, I was taking a very harsh one I got from in a corner shop and I got two and I would mix it with green tea so it would have like a, an extra, you know, effect or power and yeah. I was not any different from this woman just because she did it four times a day and I did it every weekend. Imagine every single weekend. Um, and doing this as well, I did not eat proper i was eating very small meals the ones even all that nutritious i mean i'll try to make them nutritious but i was so scared eating you know coloring dense meals so i'll eat very small things and i'll take the diuretics and let it do its job and obviously i did not ever see any results from that but then at that time i thought it was working you know I mean, there was a time I got into the gym and all of that, but when you're not satisfied with your body, you do anything, and I mean anything, to um, to fix it. And my body has... No, let me put it this way. I have never gone through a day that I have not looked at myself and be sad about the way I look and as a black girl it's even worse because everyone else looks not like you everyone else has got a slim waist everyone else has got a big bum and it's just you know um it's not really the kind of you know best place to be in and i remember high school some girl told me oh you've got a white girl buddy and um yeah i like that about you and i never knew what that meant but yeah now i know she meant i was flat and uh, all these comments i've never forgotten about them whenever i look into the mirror whenever i take pictures i there's just one significant thing that i look at or two significant things like usually well, you know, no one makes you forget that you don't have an ass if you're black. Trust me, no one ever makes you forget. No one. And then, we see, looking into the mirror that you know you have a significant flaw that you need to take care of. It's just like... 
I just know I'll never be enough until I look a certain way. And, you know, this year, I really, really wanted to start the year and not ever talk about about my body to other people ever. But it's just really, really hard when your body is literally there. You know, it's something you live in. So you can't avoid not talking about it you know and yeah if you go on my social media i barely post any full full body images because i just don't want anyone to come and criticize me no not even anyone because i think most people don't even care and i don't care if other people care or not because at the end of the day it's me and how i feel inside of it i am the one conscious of my every move and the way i look at every point in time so um yeah um, it's hindered my life you know i look back at times where i could have really just let go and enjoy my life but i just chose to hide you know because i just don't feel I just don't feel the best and um yeah so, so many times I have avoided even hanging out with the friends the little friends I made at uni because I just felt like I didn't belong there there was one time I remember um I went to this party no one knew me I don't think anyone was watching me and I had like a severe social anxiety attack and I just wanted to disappear so bad but I couldn't and you know this also goes on to how it has affected my um, interpersonal relationships especially like romantic ones there has not been a partner I've had where it gets tiring because Sharon is always talking about her bloody body. Sharon is, Sharon is always talking about her damn body and how unhappy she is and having all these breakdowns because she's so unhappy the way she looks. There, there has not been one relationship. And even my recent one, it's really, really, really caused problems because, you know, I'm just not happy and... It's really hard. Oh my god. Well, yeah, you know. And um, since what, I've, what I was told when I was younger, regarding my body and not being acknowledged, I just have never felt safe when it comes to like romantic relationships because I just feel like they would always go for the next girl who looks better body wise, who has a slimmer waist, flatter stomach. You know, bigger bum. So yeah, I've never really felt safe with anyone. No matter how beautiful they told me that I am, um, I just never felt safe because I just feel like they were they would always look away anyway. And I can admit this, you know, it's not. I'm not ashamed to admit it because it's something that I am aware of. And yeah, and you know what. 
um there's only been usually women don't really comment like women around my age don't, they never really well to my knowledge at least they have there's no woman that um has ever made me feel part of me about the way i look but it was just one woman right who um i went to a party and the party was slowing down it was towards the end and we all came into the kitchen and she made this you know really mean comment about um why do i um have a stomach and i mean i've never given birth before so why do i look like that and you know i heard it like i heard it but i just didn't react and then i remember everyone else apart from one other girl who's my friend for obvious reasons the other girls just laughed and you know yeah just went on like i wasn't even there and that's the only time a woman has made me feel like that and you know what's funny you know what's funny she was bigger than me you know and i think the only way the only reason why she made that comment was because she had a daughter so obviously she hasn't been able to lose the mummy weight but why why would you make such a comment you know you, you don't even know me you don't know my story you don't know what i'm going through you don't even know why i'm here so why you know why and um See, the situations are many. They are many when it comes to people making comments about my body. And boys, uh, boys, men, I um, I don't know if you've listened to my previous podcast that I made with Rita talking about her weight loss. But she made a comment saying that men have a way of, you know, making you feel ugly with their eyes. Like the way they would look at you, you know that they render you as highly unattractive. And trust me, I did not even um, make that into sense until she said it. And and I just, it just clocked to my head that yes um i have experienced this you know i do experience this all the time because funny enough the friends that i usually make are really really attractive and you know they are likely to be slimmer and you know have the hourglass body and just look perfect and it's not intentional but i just i guess you know my friends are very pretty and beautiful and in shape and you know I'm not jealous of them at all because at the end of the day even if they were bigger than me it doesn't do away with the way I feel about myself you know so um yeah as I was saying boys have really accumulated to you know, um, my body dysmorphia because obviously the obvious they would not shut up about it. And there was an instance where this guy I met for the first time, had a nice conversation, wasn't anyone of interest, it was just a friend of a friend that we met 
in my friend's house and then he went back to you know to talk to someone about how he had met this really he had met this girl and she was really fat in the you know midsection area and he doesn't understand how someone can be so big there and yeah um not knowing the person he who he was gossiping to obviously knew me and then obviously relayed this comment these comments to me and yeah it it just it just makes you think or it validates your thoughts about yourself because a moment that short bout of moments where you think that you know what no one no one even cares about the way I look they just care about you know who I am as a person but then if you hear about these comments that come from other people it can really break your soul <laughs> and yeah um up to now I've never forgiven that person they did actually apologize to me because they got called out on it but I just can't bring myself to forgive them and I really hate them I've never really really hated anyone in my life apart from that person and even now I've seen them several times since that situation and um yeah I wish they would fall down and die but um yeah you can't wish down someone so as for now the wish they you know I wish nothing because it won't change anything about me but yeah I just feel like body dysmorphia when it comes to black girls it's never really spoken about when it comes to poor people it's not really spoken about because we always feel like we have other things to think about you know I was watching a video um about body image and self-confidence and it was this black woman in America being interviewed and in the comments everyone was like oh black women have so many other things to worry about so why should we why should we worry about our bodies and you know it just goes on to tell you that we like to you know deflect and not speak speak on on things that we might be going through because we feel like they're not of priority or they may be fickle and i'm here to tell you that they're not because there have been times and i'm sorry to say this but there have been times i have contemplated or wanted to even die because um yeah i just didn't like the way i looked and yeah i uh well i'm so sorry to drop this on you guys but yeah it's just it's just really hard right now to live in this body of mine. I've tried everything, literally everything, and I think finally or now I have, you know, I've upon doing more research, I found out that I'm not the only person going through this. <laughs> and there's a term called skinny fat, where you're like normal body or normal BMI obese. So your BMI might be perfect, but you're still obese because you have visceral fat around your um, your midsection. So yeah, I've just been searching on um, how to 
change your body from skinny fat to toned or built or so yeah um i've just been working on that and um i've set you know i've set um a goal of two years to transform my body and yeah i am i'm looking forward to that because i refuse to go into my 30s or even I refuse to be 25 and have body dysmorphia or think negatively about my body. So, yeah, that's my assignment. And I think it's a gift for me to me because I do deserve the body of my dreams. But nowadays, um, body dysmorphia, it's still around, but I try to distract myself by doing other things because at the end of the day, um, know we all have things that we want to fix about ourselves and it doesn't take one day to do that so yeah um wow this um episode is quite heavy let's lighten up the room a bit she sharon (laughs) but um yeah I'd like to say that my um, DMs are open if you want to talk or if you, um, you know, just need someone to listen to. Sometimes we just need to, you know. So the thing I've realized that whenever you start talking about your body and because people are, you know, your friends or whatever, they always tell you not to worry about it. And it's not even that deep. And those things don't help. And as RuPaul would say, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? And it's true. Like, if I don't love my body, I could never allow someone to love my body for me because I would never understand their way of thinking. I would think they are ludicrous. But, um, yeah. My DMs are open. We can discuss this on my social media. Make sure you follow me on Instagram actually dot sharon and on twitter actually sharon so the one on instagram has a dot in between the words and the one on twitter are the words together and my next podcast episode i will be talking about my latest business ventures and how i'm finding business school and you know just general things that are going on well in my life (laughs) But yeah, um, if you are listening, my name is Sharon and this is Swahan Podcast. Bye!